easier said than done maybe but of course with the whole streaming thing nowadays everything's so focused on yeah just going into the playlist and maybe maybe even adjusting your sound sometimes that it fits better into a playlist or something like that i don't know i feel like in the beginning it's just important to really go for the sound that you want to make and not like compromise too much for for those things it's very important to to find that sound and then people are also going to notice it Hey everyone, my name is Nasco and you're listening to Fox Tales, the music industry podcast run by Stara Fox. We started Fox Tales to kind of document our learnings in the music industry and to share some cool stories and useful tips from artists and industry professionals. If you like the podcast, feel free to save it, share it with friends, give us a thumbs up or rate us at the platform of your choice. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter as we are Stara Fox or join our Discord server from the link in the description. If you have any questions, of course, always feel free to message us. So today's episode is uh, part of our artist story segment, and we have the absolute honor and pleasure to welcome the legendary beat maker Florian Myers, or Flo Fails. He just released his new album, Close Distance, via our friends at Melting Pot Music, and he dropped by for a chat to share some details about it. So hi, Flo. Welcome to Fox Tales. How are you doing, man? Yeah, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm doing well so far. Um, just been, been busy working on the album release, you know, like some promotion stuff and um, interviews recently. But yeah, it's been it's been fun and just exciting that it's finally coming out after um, all the time, like working on it. Um, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to speak a lot about this, the album today. Um, yeah. Just as, as a beginning, I wanted to ask you, uh, where does uh, your name come from? Like Fluffills? Yeah, it's always, yeah, people ask me <laughs> like quite often and then I'm always, I always have to think how I actually came up with it because I think it was just like a bit random. But then from what I kind of remember, it's that it started with, because like back then I was doing all those remixes, like a lot of remixes and stuff on SoundCloud. And then, uh, I don't know, I just had this idea where it's like a, um, like a refilling something, like fill, like fill the a cappella with the beat or something like that. I don't know. It sounds a bit random. <laughs> I don't even know how, why, I, like why I was thinking that way. Um, also, like a drum fill, maybe in a way, you know, like like you fill something in, like a break. And um, so before it was like also written in a different way. Like it's still like that on SoundCloud, where it's with like like uh, F-I-L-L-S um, instead the way it is. Oh, now. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then the flow is just like from my from my name, just a short version, like the nickname. So I just put that together. And then, yeah, first it was like the different version and then I changed it to the, like how it is now with the um, LZ. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just... Uh, had a really tough time to even come up with with a name that like <laughs> doesn't really exist and that's not too complicated i don't know it's like i struggle like coming up with names in general also for track names and stuff <laughs> so yeah mm. it's it's stuck pretty well it 
to me, it just feels like we've known you forever. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was always there. And actually, mm-hmm. I, I just remembered right before the talk to ask you because I never, I never just questioned yeah, <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how did your musical journey begin uh, overall? How did it all started? Um, I mean, it started like really early, I guess, because my parents are both mu- uh, musicians um, also, oh. but like classical musicians. So it's yeah, a bit of a different genre. But so there was always like music going on from like, since I can remember, there was yeah always exposed to music and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I started like when I like started with playing the violin, like as a child, it was like the first, first thing. Um, I don't even remember exactly. I think it was like, I kind of remember doing like with like at the dinner, with the fork and knife, just like acting like I'm <laughs> playing the violin. I don't even know why. Maybe I saw it like somewhere on TV or like, I don't know, some something like that. And then my parents just brought me like this tiny violin uh, one day. And then I just started playing, playing a bit. Amazing. When I was like four, like four years old or something like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, uh, what kind of instruments? What kind of instruments do they play? Um, so my mom like a opera singer basically but she wow. also plays um the, the uh the flute but like the i don't know where you uh well i guess it's the flute in german it's like two different words but where you hold it like this like the uh like the jazz flute kind of i guess mm-hmm. um and then my uh dad um plays the ah how do you call it in english actually like oboe you know, like the yeah, wood, 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 woodwind instrument. Um, so yeah, he played in, in an orchestra. Now he's like, they're both kind of like retired, a bit older. Um, I mean, they're still like active with the music, but yeah, my dad played in an orchestra for a really long time. And then my mom did like, yeah, different gigs kind of <laughs> with the opera uh, singing. Yeah. Have, you, have you thought about doing music with them? Like... Uh them playing on your songs um <laughs> i mean it, it came up before just like a thought but then it's probably a bit difficult i mean i guess it could work kind of but yeah i don't know it's just such a different uh world in a yeah. way or at least for them i think for them like especially in the beginning it was quite hard to understand like what I'm doing with that whole hip hop thing or like the beat thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's um, this thing? Yeah, 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 because I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, was always doing the violin. <laughs> I mean, then I also studied like the violin or like classical music. Um, and then I only like started doing the whole beat thing um, when I was like 20, like around that age, where I started like getting into making like beats myself and yeah. It's actually been yeah. like uh, it's been like ten years, kind of, I guess. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. Here's time for a fun fact. Um, the first track of yours that we ever featured was Duce back in 2016. Yeah. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, and it was actually because Evo, the founder, uh, found another track of yours, Tuyo, in a mix that Bureaucratic did for us. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a really fun way that we discovered your music. So. Yeah, we fell in love with your music uh, back then. And uh, it's curious to hear uh, how those 
tunes and records uh, come from, like come together. Uh, just to to mention, they are part of your 2016 album scenario and your from your debut album from 2013, which is called Duplex. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you've been doing music for a long time, man. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even feel that long. I guess it's also not that long if you compare it to like some other people, uh, like who at least they already they've been making beats since they're like 10 years old or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, like if you take the whole music thing, then I've also been doing it for like really long now, but I still feel like kind of, I don't know, I still feel like kind of new in a way. I mean, not really new, but yeah, I don't know, just like in the, with the whole beat thing. But um, I mean, obviously it's been some time and I've, I've done like a lot of uh, projects and everything, but then I look at other people and I've, so, I mean, there's always so much to learn and <laughs> it's just that thing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, it was just the thing where it was kind of like organically was I just did the SoundCloud thing for fun, just uploading tracks. Um, I don't know, just get feedback from just that whole community thing back then with SoundCloud, just com like comment on other people's stuff. And um, I don't know, it was just a fun like a fun thing to do. Um, and then from that, I mean, with the duplex thing, it was the Radio Juicy uh, release. So that was also kind of like the first label I, I got in, in contact with back then. Um, also through the whole remix thing, because they wanted to do then like put some of the beats on like a small like digital EP. Um, so, and yeah, then the duplex was the first release. Yeah, that also came came out on vinyl, actually. Um, yeah, like you say, it's kind of like the debut um, project. And then, yeah, I mean, it was together with Paul Cut also, right? So it was kind of like a shared uh, album in a way. So where I had like one side and then he did like did the other side, which was also quite cool. Um, and we had been working on some tracks before. So it was just like a yeah natural thing in a way as well. Um, and yeah, after that, the whole like melting pot music era started, um, I guess, when I got into contact with them, which was actually like also kind of like a random thing, how that contact um, came along, because back then I just like, I mean, I was really into the Hyatt Club, like the Hyatt Club series, like those releases from Twit One, Soft Daddy, um, yeah. like those like, I mean, now in the beat scene, it's already kind of like, like classics, right? Like legendary <laughs> um, yeah. albums, those, those ones. And then, yeah, I mean, they were all shot by, by, um, Robert Winter, right? Photographer. And I, I just reached out to him because I, I needed like artists. Like I just wanted to have like some artist pictures because back then I didn't really have anything like that. And then I just thought, okay, I mean, I really love his work. So I'm just going to try and reach out to him. And then we we um yeah, we started talking and also about like pictures and stuff. And then he ended up like well he was like saying yeah you should show your like what you're working on to Melting Pot Music also because they were in the same office at that time, so they were like working together closely, and that's how how it started. And like then I just sent like a draft of a Metronome back then basically to to a Melting Pot. 
and that's how everything started then with the uh, then robert came up with the idea to go to paris to uh, to shoot pictures and video that go with the with the music to, because he always had like like a concept like this in mind that he wanted to do um and then we just continued that idea with scenario like with with uh, dolce as you mentioned also um which, yeah. which was also a funny thing kind of with dolce because I mean, obviously, like, I don't know, that's the track that got like the most plays from that project or like a lot of like a lot of streams in general, which I, yeah, I wouldn't really have thought for me. It was kind of like a, not like a special track on the project. Um, but then I remember showing um, Hubert Davis and I was hanging out with Hubert Davis and I showed him like a, a scenario when I was working on it. And then he he said back then, um, that yeah, Dolce is like it's gonna be it's gonna be like a hit. I don't know for for him it was just like like this very special track, and I was like really I don't know it's like not not that special. And then it really like ended up <laughs> like people really. We actually and... we act we actually spoke recently with someone that you never know which uh, song is actually going to uh, pick up. And yeah, yeah. as an artist, as an artist, you cannot really see your music uh, the way uh, the audi the audience sees it. Like, because you're so close to it. Uh, yeah, so, definitely. yeah, you never know. You never know which is going to explode, actually. Yeah, but really, yeah, Dolce is, is a great song, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, really, yeah, happy, I'm happy that you like it that yeah. much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, really rich history. Um, I wanted to ask, in the past couple of years with the pandemic, uh, they, haven't, like, they haven't been easy on uh, people. And I want to ask yeah. about you. And... Uh, Closing, closing to the subject that we <laughs> we've gathered today for the album was this uh, your latest album uh, really kind of created because of the pandemic? Does it had did it have something to do with this? How was it? Well, definitely. I mean, yeah, I was working on it during that whole period, like um, during that whole period of the pandemic. There's some tracks where the ideas already um the ideas were from like a bit before the pandemic so it's not like like when the pandemic started i was like okay now i'm gonna have to do like this album like the idea of doing like maybe a new project started a bit before already um but it mm -hmm. wasn't very like set like i was working on something but yeah i didn't really know what theme or i'm just um putting together tracks I've been working on and um, but yeah then obviously now with the name Close Distance it has like two meanings in a way I mean obviously with the pandemic it's like this feeling yeah just like a feeling where to some people yeah I mean you, you weren't really seeing people it's kind of like isolated um, so you get closer to, to yourself also in a way, I guess. Um, but then you're also far away from, from a lot of other things. Um, and then also because the features, like the people I was working with, like quite a few of them, it wasn't like working in person really as well. So that's like, yeah, the same, the same idea in a way. Um, yeah, but I'm loving the the title man yeah it's great yeah, i mean it's a great uh double meaning and like multi-layer meaning yeah i'm glad you, li you, you like it i was yeah, i spent a lot of time just 
trying to find find a name for that album again as well. <laughs> it's been um yeah was going through a lot of ideas and everything and then I don't know, just felt felt right to me in, in the moment. Yeah. yeah. I I also noticed the there are so many different artists and also nationalities on the album. People from all over the place. Yeah. How what inspired this? Like how did it did come? Um I don't know, it was kind of like naturally in a way. Uh, it's not really like I planned before, um, like, I don't know what, where people, like, where I want to hit people up. Or I mean, like some ideas were already there from, it was kind of like an extension from the album before, from Transit, because, I mean, mm -hmm. there were already like quite a few features and like people from London and, um, like during that time when I was working on transit, um, I made a lot of cool connections, like met a lot of like cool people, um, that I worked with, for example, the track with, um, with, uh, blue lab beats, uh, was also, um, done during like that time it was like a bit after or like, yeah, after transit came out and then we had this, uh, thing where I went to London once more, which was also like, yeah, before the pandemic. And we, we did like the session for the track that's on the album now. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like people that were already, I mean, well, just really liked their music, obviously, like they really wanted to work with. And I don't know, it's just like a cool thing that happened that it's so international in a way as well, but it's also, yeah, wasn't really planned specifically I think. <laughs> all right yeah turned out great um and you mentioned that you you come up with the names uh relatively hard but uh here you have so many peculiar names that are also feel very international like nakre uteki levada what do those mean can you elaborate yeah, yeah, yeah. um so levada i came up with the idea i mean levada is like a because uh, like I went to this island uh, that's part of Portugal, uh, Madeira. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, like I went there twice, and yeah, I don't know. I really like I really like it there. It's just like a beautiful like small island. It's kind of like tropical in a way, and they have like this thing where it's like uh, like a really old system to um, uh, like a watering system where the water f flows through those like stone uh stone things are not a bit hard to <laughs> hard to describe mm -hmm. yeah but it's basically I think just I like imagine. an old system where the where the water flows from the mountains all the way to the to the valley to like um water the plants and everything or like mm -hmm. um something like that um and i don't know i just thought that was fitting for that track where it's like kind of like this flowing um like continuous flowing feeling because of the um, the drums that, that Dial was recording for the track and yeah, I don't know, it just reminded me of that, like of the trip there. So that's, that's how I came up with that one. Um, and then for Uteki, um, uh, that means like raindrop in Japanese, um, wow. which, uh, I, I came up with kinda because 
I mean, when I had that session with Alpha, we were just like chatting a bit as well. And then he was also saying like, he's really into like the whole Japanese culture. And um, yeah, then I also remembered that when I was working on the track now, and then I was yeah just thinking that it would be cool to, yeah, uh, go back into that topic and just have like a Japanese name. I mean, I'm also like, I'm also really into like that whole Japanese culture. And so I just felt like uh, would be fitting. Um, and then the raindrop, I'm, I'm not even sure how I came up, like why it was raindrop. I think because of the piano, that's kind of like going like downwards in a way where it's kind of like, so, like, a, yeah, just water falling down. I don't know, it just reminded me of that. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, big fan of Alpha myself as well. And uh, I want to ask, uh, how is it working with him? You, you've you done music before. Like, how was it uh, for this one? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, was always great experience working with him. I mean, it's just still feels surreal that it like, was even possible. I mean, as you say, he's, he's a legend and such a, like inspiration for me as well um so but at the same time he's like such a like chill and humble person so i was like really yeah i don't know it was really nice working with him like just we're just ex exchanging ideas like i had some some beat drafts i was working on and then we just went from there he like brought him like the piano like the piano solo and like some Rose just added like some extra elements. Um, it was very, I don't know, so I felt like it was a really cool flow, like worked like, yeah, it was very natural. Just, um, yeah, it was, it was like really great experience. <laughs> what did he contribute to the track? Uh, for Uteki now, um, yeah. it's like the, Basically the roads, like the road part, and then the the piano solo that, that that's like towards the end. Um, mm -hmm. So the yeah, I had like this beat draft where it's that piano in the beginning, which is um, and the bass line and the drums. Uh, so there was like the uh, how do you say? Um, yeah, just like the original idea, and then we just went from there, and then he added yeah, like the roads and. And the solo and we changed like some things up like the arrangement and yeah we did the arrangement together so yeah loving it like the process <laughs> loving it it's a oh, great song you. um all right uh so i have to ask also about the visual identity of uh close distance and the singles before obviously they're all in the same really peculiar drone style uh and there's a, also very specific color gamma. Like, uh, what was the idea behind it? It's also a cool artist that I've, I've checked their work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's a great artist. Like, it was also quite funny how, I mean, we were looking for, I was looking for, yeah, for, for an artwork or for an artist, for illustrator, um, which also, yeah, I don't know, it took quite a long time to, to find someone or to like find something that I was imagining, I guess, what it could look like. And then I saw this um, actually on the Kruangbin uh, Instagram because they always have those illustrated uh, tour mm -hmm. posters, right? Or where they post like when they have like concerts coming up, which is always by different people, um, illustrators. 
and then one was done by Ruby, who who who's done who's done the artworks now. So I really like that one, and so I I send it to to Oliver, who's uh, who's running Melting Pot Music, and then he was like. Oh yeah, I already know him. Like I actually ordered like a print from him two weeks ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then it was yeah, kind of like destiny in a way <laughs> because uh, such a small world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Once again. Yeah. So uh, then we reached out to him. Uh, he's from uh, Indonesia, actually. Um, and yeah, luckily everything worked out. Like. Um, uh, I just had the idea, like the album name and what, what I was thinking, like the f feelings behind the album. And then we sent the tracks and otherwise, I, I don't know, I, di I didn't really give a lot of, uh, how do you say, um, input or I don't know, it was just like, I just wanted to also give the freedom to, because I just knew he's going to do something like really cool. So yeah, it was just like basically the the idea, the album name and the tracks and then everything else was done by, by the illustrator. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy with the result. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Closing the distance yeah, yeah, <laughs> again with Indonesia. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, another, another great song, another, um, single from the album was sensitive with, uh, Jerome Thomas. Um, why did yeah. you decide to have uh, a clip uh, for this one? Actually, uh, it's the only one that's gonna have a music video, is it? Um, or yeah, planning for, more? for now it's 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 gonna be the the only like uh, music video. I don't know. It's for me. It's one of the favorite tracks from the from the project. I don't know. Just really, uh, I'm really fascinated with. Yeah, what Jerome did on the on the beat, I don't know. It was also this thing where it was the connection was just happened via via Instagram basically, or just via via the internet. Like we didn't really meet in person, which of course would have been great. But then yeah, it was also during the pandemic and everything was yeah it was would just have been very uh, difficult to meet. And um, yeah, I'm just like so. Uh, so happy with with what he did, like the the lyrics and just his his voice on the beat um, was just yeah made it this very special track for me. And also because I haven't really done a track before, I feel like with vocals on that level or where it's like where it like fits so well. Um, and then it was just the thing. Yeah, we were gonna have to to do a video like track really deserves a video um, and also yeah, of course with the message behind behind the track and everything was just a natural thing to do I feel like um, and of course because Jerome I don't know I mean yeah he's just if you've seen the video he's very uh, it's just the perfect uh, person to make a video also <laughs> like just his uh, his vibe and uh, I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah. It's super nice. I, I mm. love it as well. It's it's it is one of my favorite songs. Probably the favorite from the record. Oh cool. Um, yeah, thank you. Great chemistry. Yeah, I wanted to ask because you don't really work with vocalists often. 
Would you like to change that uh, in, in some way or you prefer to work more on an instrumental level? Um, I mean, I like, I like doing both. It's a bit hard to say. I mean, I really like working, like I would like to work with, with more singers also, like more vocalists. Um, but at the same time, I also really enjoy just doing my thing and, and working <laughs> yeah. on the beats without having to, to worry about anything else. You know, I mean, it's not really like worrying about anything, but <laughs> it's just, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I would love to, to work with more people I also into like, into that direction where it's kind of like a soul or like new, new soul sound, which is a bit different maybe from the typical, uh, sound that I did before, you know, where, yeah, just a bit less boom bap or whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's also a cool way to explore new, new sounds and also helps to, yeah, to just grow as a, in a way as well. Um, yeah, and they're not so far from uh, from each other. Like genre wise, they they're somehow uh, connected as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, yeah. There's so always, it all feels coherent. Yeah, there's always elements that carry over from the other uh, sound, I guess. Yeah, we we spoke um, we spoke about this in our interview uh, that we did uh, a couple of years ago with you. Uh, it was right after Transit uh, got out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you're very much inspired uh, uh, by jazz and uh, like jazz and soul and hip hop and like all of those smaller genres in between are uh, so connected. So I guess it is just yeah, it all totally. comes right right into place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, other collaborators we haven't mentioned yet on the record are the Melting Pot uh, music guys, uh, like Summer Sounds and C-Tappen, like how I was working with them. Yeah, I mean, that one was actually uh, in person also, because it was also before the, like, that session happened before the pandemic also. Um, so that was really cool. We were just hanging out at um, at their spot, like their, their, uh, their place in in London also. And yeah, I remember yeah being in London and I was just going for some record digging and uh, I went to this one store. I don't remember the name now, but it was also like pretty cool record store. It was kind of like a bit more high end in a way. I don't know. I didn't have that many records, but, um, they had a lot of like really cool jazz records and like quite rare stuff. Um, so I found like one, one really nice record there that I also didn't know before. And like I was listening to it there and then there was this one part um, where I already knew, okay, this one, like I'm gonna have to try, uh, like make a beat from that one. So then I think it was the same day, even or the next day, um, we had like the session at the Summer Sun's uh, place. And then uh, we made the beat like on the spot together actually with, um, uh, with Slim also. So I, I nice. had like, I already like started, um, like chopping sample, um, uh, kind of like the day or like the evening before on the, on the laptop. And then, um, he added the drums and then, um, C Tappen like recorded the extra keys as well. So it was like everything literally happened on the spot for that one, which was pretty cool. And then, yeah, they were writing, they were writing the reps and yeah, just like the old track basically came together like in that one uh, afternoon, which was pretty cool. 
Um, and I mean, yeah, they're also really chill guys and yeah, it was just a good time. Um, yeah. Great. It's a great record, man. And uh, yeah, oh, I, I can't help I can't help but notice you're a fan of uh, vinyls as well. Uh, yeah. How does it feel having your own vinyl for this one? I mean, it's always it's always such a nice moment to yeah to just finally hold hold the vinyl when it's when it's ready. Um, yeah, it's just a very happy moment and just to be able even to to release release music on vinyl I don't know it feels like such a privilege and yeah I'm just really thankful that that it's, that it's possible especially since vinyl is such a yeah important thing to me as well so it's just yeah, great to to have your your own <laughs> it's always, always yeah. amazing you know? and with this artwork and everything and the music it's just like feels great to have like a physical a representation of yeah, yeah totally and of course with the artwork i mean it's also now with the illustration it's it's just great to have that artwork in like the big size and like yeah printed and mm -hmm. um we also did like a um like an inside out print where it's like the kind of like a rough surface so it's really nice with that um with that illustration like just makes it look makes it look really really beautiful um yeah I mean, right now it's with the like just to to press vinyl and everything. It's a, it's definitely more stressful in a way than than it was before because there's like crazy long waiting times and yeah, stuff like you can really say okay, we're gonna do this vinyl now. You have to like register before and then wait like some some months sometimes um, because I think there's also like a shortage now from like the materials and yeah, a lot of things happening but so i'm even yeah. more happy that everything worked out in time uh for this one and yeah i was a bit stressed that yeah if everything's <laughs> gonna be fine but yeah luckily everything yeah was good it's a little <laughs> crazy yeah we started uh, pressing vinyls for our label releases for some of them and we were yeah. also waiting <laughs> yeah we yeah. were also waiting i think we had like six, seven months wait for the first vinyl. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, yeah. Hopefully it's gonna yeah, it's gonna normalize a bit in the future. I don't know if it's just gonna get worse or <laughs> hopefully yeah, gotta, not. gotta hope for the for the best. Uh, hopefully not, yeah. yeah. Um all right, uh just uh, I'm just gonna take a trip back in time a bit. Uh you remixed uh, uh, Follow by Tom and Laura Mish, which is also a favorite song. A favorite song and uh, also your remix. I love it. Um, so, how did uh, this uh, come together? Did you did you contact them, or, or was it uh, like a SoundCloud thing at the beginning? Um, how did this come together? Let me think. Actually, I mean, it's been it's been quite a while already as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was this thing where, I mean, I was like, I met Tom. I mean, the first time I met Tom was in Berlin, actually, where we were both playing at this was like this um, uh, concert organized by Majestic. I think it was like 2015 or f yeah, I think like around that time. So it was even before Tom uh, like was playing concerts with the band. Like he was uh, like he was DJing that night. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was playing like a beat set and there were some other bands uh, playing also um so and that's like the first time we met like the majestic 
um guy introduced us like backstage and then we're just like chatting a bit and um then we stayed like in contact and uh, a bit later i think like one year later or so then jakarta had like a, a label showcase in london then we had to sing at the jazz cafe which was also really cool um where there were just like people from jakarta uh playing and then tom was also there and then we were just um chatting a bit actually it was also fun because that for that evening there was like one of the only times where where i kind of spontaneously uh added like some violin while i like on the on the beat set i know it's just like improvising to some tracks on the violin <laughs> um and then he actually lent me his violin so i was like tom had also like a violin because he he plays as well and then for that evening he lent me his violin Uh, to play awesome. on for a bit, uh, and then I mean I also had this track with uh, Barney Artist on the on the Speak Through on the Jakarta album, and then he was also uh, performing that night, and then we did like uh, we did the track together, um, like I was like playing the beat on the SP, and then uh, Tom was like playing some guitar on it, and I was playing a bit of violin, so it was just like the spontaneous jam um, on the track. And then afterwards, I think it was that night where we were just chatting and he was, he was like, yeah, it would be dope if you, like, if you want to do a remix, um, of like one of the tracks or, and then, yeah, that's how it came together, um, for that remix. Like he sent me the, the files and yeah. So of course Amazing. it was really, yeah, it was really cool to be able to do that because yeah, like massive, massive fan of his as well. And, um, yeah, it was just really fun working on it and um yeah yeah i was going to ask this is your violin in in the remix uh right, well in the remix yeah in the remix i recorded some violin but that was actually my my own violin <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah you added it. it's pretty cool touch do you still yeah. play it uh often or yeah I, really? I, i still play i mean a bit less now i guess because of, yeah i don't know it's just nowadays more focused on the whole yeah producing and yeah working on on the beats and um yeah so i haven't been playing that much but i mean i still want to play because i don't know it would also be a pity if i don't play at all and then i just forget everything in a way you know i mean it's not that easy to yeah. just forget it i guess but just to keep like to keep keep a level in a way um and i mean i really enjoy playing also i kind of miss Actually, I miss playing with like in orchestras or just with people because I don't know. Back back in the days, I've I've done that quite a lot during during my studies. I was, yeah, I was playing a lot of orchestra and things. So yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna find some people here in Berlin to <laughs> to put something together. It would also be cool. Um, but yeah, and. Yeah, uh, with with the pandemic kind of going away, hopefully. Um, yeah. Are you, are you planning on doing live tours for close distance or any live shows? Um, well, hopefully. I mean, right now there's nothing specific planned. I mean, we were looking at some things, but um, I feel like right now it's also a bit difficult to even get venues because obviously everyone's still catching up, you know, like all the concerts, all these gigs that didn't happen yeah. during the pandemic um yeah they're still gonna have to catch up and do those shows now so it's yeah there's, there's a big um demand uh, for the venues uh, which makes it a bit more difficult also 
but definitely i mean yeah i would love to do some some shows even if it's just yeah just like a handful but yeah i'm still gonna have to to plan i mean i'm doing i'm gonna do a small thing here in berlin um like a small release show which is gonna be at the um at the Carhartt store actually because we're doing like a small collaboration for merch like they're just doing some t-shirts with the with the album uh, artwork nice um just like a very small small run um and then yeah they were saying yeah would be cool if you want to could do like a small thing at the at the store nice. because they have like this extra space so yeah that's happening it's, it's going to be in berlin and then one in cologne also um so that's uh, that's going to happen and then yeah i'm just hoping to maybe a bit later in spring or summer or even autumn maybe to do like a small tour again i mean i definitely want to just play like just have that connection to the people again you know it's just uh, it's been it's been definitely something that's that's missing during that time just to have that contact and yeah play in front of people so yeah. it- it it is a lot different, I can imagine, yeah, than yeah. just working on your music in the studio. Yeah, because I don't know, you get such such cool feedback from from people. I don't know, it's always so nice to just chat uh, at the shows and yeah, just have that connection to the to the fans also. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right. Uh, as I said, we did uh, almost three years ago another interview, and I did ask you back then. Uh, on your take on the beat scene and how it's developing, what yeah. changed in the past past couple of years, in your opinion? Do you think uh, this scene evolved in a way, or it's overcrowded? Like, what? How do you see things from your perspective? Um, I feel like it goes both ways, kinda. I think there's a lot of yeah, a lot of people are evolving. They're trying different different sounds. Um, going in, in like different directions. Um, but then at the same time, of course, there's just, yeah, I mean, there's so many people who who get into the beat thing. And obviously it's that whole, uh, yeah, with the whole hype of the lo-fi uh, mm-hmm. thing that plays a big role, right? Um, and of course, like the, the playlist and which, also attracts people, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess, probably we talked back, we, we talked about that back then already. But just, yeah, it's it's, it's so much more um, people than yeah, some years before when, like, for example, mm-hmm. when I started, um, yeah, was, and sometimes I feel it's, it's uh, kind of like quantity over quality uh where yeah a lot of things sound are sounding very similar um but then at the same time it's also still like possible to find so much uh cool stuff that's like very original and inspiring as well um but yeah it's definitely like a big wave of uh beat makers that's like started to arrive during yeah like the the past years and I, I don't know i feel like it's still getting more also <laughs> so it's very tough to even keep like i don't know it's not even possible to keep up with, with it anymore um yeah i was i wanted to ask if you think it's going anywhere like if it's going away so anytime soon i don't know it's 
it's hard to say. I mean, right now there's there's a lot of interest. I feel like still, but then it's more interest in the in the genre or in the lo-fi thing than like actual artists. I feel like uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's also because of the whole thing with those um, streams, like the uh, YouTube streams, where it's like a radio. And then you don't really, I mean, you listen to it, but then you don't really connect to to the artist that much, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I also feel like it's probably so much more difficult right now. If, or I don't know, maybe it's not really, but I feel I can, can imagine that um, if you start now uh, making beats, it's probably pretty difficult to stand out of the, of the mass um, of releases and everything. Um, but yeah i don't know it's stuff this like has good there's good things about it and less good things <laughs> yeah um, but yeah sometimes yeah, it just it, feels like very like quite commercial you know where it's just like focused on on the playlist and making money from 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 that and yeah not not very focused on on the music or doing something new really I do agree there are uh, some artists that are trying to take things to the next level and kind of merge many different uh, influences and genres in the in this like whole um foundation of the genre like the beat and the uh, the whole chill vibe but then if you add a lot of soul or jazz or even cinematic yeah. uh, I think things are things are happening uh, a bit more in in an in interesting way um but yeah there's so many so many people in this genre nowadays yeah but it's probably also a process i don't know i mean you start out right and then you it just takes a while until you want to go to like until you want to go the next step i feel like now there's a lot of new people that started and um it's probably just take a while and then they also they also want to like maybe go into different directions it's just like that mm. development as an artist where yeah you just start out with something that's maybe more um yeah not that specific or where you're still finding your sound and then just evolves over over time or like in the best case not always i guess but <laughs> um yeah yeah but i just I'm, feel like I'm also very no, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no go I was ahead, just sorry. thinking that because, yeah, just comparing it or thinking of the people that were like around when when I also started making beats. And I feel like a lot of those people, they, they've also evolved so much over, over the years. Um, yeah, just going like going from that. But yeah, I don't know. There's still a lot of like great new music to discover and um yeah just gonna yeah have to know where where to to look <laughs> yeah i'm also curious when where things are going because uh, from a curator and like a blogger's perspective it's also super interesting to follow this since we've been also uh around the same time you started uh yeah, we've yeah. been into into music and we've been following this from the very beginning uh, so yeah, but how, how uh, do you how do you keep how do you keep track of everything then? 
like <laughs> <laughs> I mean it it is hard uh but we have different channels uh, where we look for music and also people send us music so it's yeah. when you are a curator it's a bit easier to uh, kind of be on top of what's going on but uh, yeah. it it is it is super hard like it, it definitely helps uh, when you know the the bigger labels that release music yeah. but yeah no uh, it's super interesting to to see where uh, this genre is going because as you said there's there's a lot going on in on the playlisting side but at the same time yeah. there's so many artists that appear that are actual artists and they have so much more behind them than just making music on a computer so yeah, yeah, this this whole um like live sampling and like uh, finger drumming and playing live instruments is yeah. i think it's becoming a pretty big thing so yeah it's super interesting yeah it's yeah it's always yeah, it's very interesting to see how how sound changes from, I don't know, I was just thinking of, uh, for example, uh, Quickly Quickly also. Uh, I mean, yeah. I remember when, I mean, he's like crazy also anyways. I mean, remember coming across his stuff on SoundCloud like some years back and then seeing that, I mean, back then he was like 15 or something. <laughs> Like, I don't know. So first I thought it's like, maybe it's like fake or something because it was sounding so, <laughs> so good. And, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, incredible what, what some people can do at, like also at that age. And I mean, but he's yeah. also like his, his sound has gone into like quite a different direction. I feel like as well, um, which is also yeah. really cool. I mean, he even did like some, I remember he even did some lo-fi tracks back in the day as well um and now he's he's doing yeah some completely different like playing like a lot of diff uh, instruments himself like the drums even for that for that new album right and everything mm -hmm. or like melody symphony where he was doing like also yeah. like a lot of beats like only beats back then basically and now he's also like doing like it's also quite a different direction which is also great like i really love his, his new stuff also yeah, he had some like kind of indie rock influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even. I think he did. I think he did one project with a singer. I don't remember her name, but yeah. And yeah. also Fl Fleming Gosses, who is like such a big name yeah. as well in the in the area. He also changed uh, his direction. Yeah, definitely. He's going into like more. I don't know, like disco stuff. It's super cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, like experimenting with uh, the music you make is is also great and. Like being an artist, I would imagine that you would like to try different things, evolve, and I mean, you still have your touch, you still have your uh, direction, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't mean you can't, you know, do another genre that's even even a bit further than uh, what people know you for. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So uh, we mentioned equipment, uh, but a lot of a lot of our um, listeners are also music producers and musicians. So I think it would be interesting if you could share some like music nerd stuff, like what you're using, uh, how do you approach the process. I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, mostly. I mean, I produce like ninety percent on just like at a computer. I would say. I mean. I use mostly Fruity Loop still. I'm also sometimes Ableton. I really like using the um, the push too, uh, the Ableton push mm -hmm. for um, for chopping. 
uh, I think it's it's great to like to drop samples and like it's got a really nice workflow. Um, so yeah, I do use that, and then I kind of combine it sometimes like from Ableton, and then I take those drops like into Fruity Loops, and because I don't know, Fruity Loops is just the one like I started with, and it's the where I have where it's the easiest for me or where the workflow is the fastest. Um, so I'm still kind of stuck to it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I really like like using it too. I think it's uh, it's really good. Um, and I mean, for if I play if I play shows like beat sets, uh, I've always used the SP. Um, I'm not using it that much really to to produce. Um, it's more like for the effects and then yeah for for the for the sets. Um, I mean, recently I got the the new SP. Um, the that uh, MK2, which is also great. It's a lot of yeah, got some really cool new effects and um, functions, which I still have to check. Like I haven't really had the time to check everything out, but I'm definitely gonna spend more time to get into that as well. Um, it's like a really cool, like it's a really cool update to the to the version before. And I think they did a really good job. And yeah, I mean. Otherwise, I just have like some plugins that I like to use, but yeah, it always also depends on the project. I mean, now it's like for some time I used the RC20, which is kind of like the, I don't know, it has a lot of functions. It's like, can can give you that like raw, kind of like a raw like tape sound or vinyl sound, but then there's also a lot of settings for like, to give it more space or saturation and distortion and things like that. So it can be, can be quite cool. It was fun to play around with that. Um, or the, the, there's this other plugin, uh, Decapitator, I think it's called, which is also cool to use for, for drums, which I've used. Um, and then also with what I've used a bit more now is the, is this thing from Arcade. Where you where you can just go through some sound libraries where they have like a cool like a lot of cool like atmospheric sounds like some distant voices or things like that which can add some some cool layers to the tracks. Um, but yeah, otherwise I've just been during the pandemic also I've started um, playing or like getting into bass so just playing bass. Nice. Um, which, which which has been fun also just yeah trying to uh yeah just by watching some videos and i feel like it helps a bit at least for like from playing the violin it's not like completely new uh the the concept um but yeah it's been really fun uh, and then i've also used it for some beats uh, i think there's actually one beat i think it's the outro also on the on the album where where i recorded the bass i mean it's nothing crazy but yeah it can be cool to just have that like real bass sound um can uh can make a difference i feel like um super nice and then a bit of great a bit of guitar also there was already a bit before the pandemic where i started yeah just also trying to to learn a bit of uh, guitar and then also including some easy chords or whatever um, in the beats yeah I definitely yeah. still a lot like long way to go for the, for that. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's it makes your life more interesting as well. Like 
so you can evolve in certain directions. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it's just fun to, I don't know, really like, like trying, like getting into new instruments and trying to teach myself and you know, making yeah. a bit of progress at least. <laughs> Great, man. Mm. Okay. Um, so to wrap this uh, conversation up, maybe uh, if you have any advice for up and coming producers, because if you've been around for so long and you've, yeah, you're kind of one of the legendary names in the bass scene uh, nowadays. Uh, so if you have mm -hmm. anything you want to share to the new artists out there, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, I don't know, it's always a bit, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best at giving advice like that, but I just feel like in general, I mean, obviously it's, it's easier said than done maybe, but of course, with the whole streaming thing nowadays, everything's so focused on yeah, just going into the playlist and maybe maybe even adjusting your sound sometimes that it fits better into 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 a playlist or something like that. I don't know. I feel like in the beginning, it's just important to really go for the sound that you want to make and not like compromise too much for for those things because i don't know i feel like yeah it makes it's it's very important to to find that sound and then people are also going to notice it if they can hear that there's something yeah something special about about you about the, about the sound then that's yeah it's such a big thing already um uh yeah and just I don't know. Often, often see that people are very scared to to release to release music, which is yeah. I mean, I totally totally understand that as well. I feel like every every musician has has that problem to some degree, where you're just scared of yeah. What are people gonna think? Are they gonna like that track? Um, but I feel like I mean, what we talked about uh, earlier already, where you never know. How, what track people are going to like or uh, mm -hmm. they always hear it with like a different different ear because they're not involved in the process really so I, I think it's just the best to not hold on to things for too long and just put the music out there um, because otherwise how, how are people supposed to to find to find you really or to get in to get to know your your music if, if you're not really putting putting it out there right um, so I think True. just have to kind of get over that, that fear in a way. Um, but yeah, I know it's, uh, it's not that easy. Um, yeah. And I don't know, just, just keep, keep, keep up with not, not, not be too, um, uh, how do you say, uh, demoralized or whatever by the whole mm -hmm. industry, <laughs> Because, yeah, I don't know, it can be a lot like, of course, the whole social media thing. And um, I mean, there's so much nowadays you have to do as a musician, right? Apart from the music also. But I think in the beginning, yeah. it's just, yeah, just do whatever you feel like, whatever feels right. And then um, sound wise also, then in the, the best case, everything else is just going to come naturally as well. Um, yeah. And also, I, I feel like a cool way is also to just co collaborate with people if there's a possibility. Just, yeah, with um, whoever you feel like a connection with, like local artists maybe, 
or if you have contact to someone that's like further away, like via the internet or so, I think it's just a cool thing to connect with 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 people with other musicians, and that can also help to to grow your your sound or to evolve your sound because just to have that input from 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 other people, um, yeah, I think can also be helpful in a way. Great advice, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you for this. <laughs> thank you for this lovely conversation. Um, yeah, of course. And thanks for I having me. I hope it me. was interesting. Uh, it's our pleasure. I am wishing all the best for the record. I believe there's so many thank cool you. things going to happen for close distance. And we'll be in touch. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to hear something new from you soon. But uh, I guess yeah. you, you need some well-deserved rest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right album. now I'm, yeah, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm still starting some new beats, but just for a new project, yeah. And just always have like this, a bit of downtime after a project like that, just to need some some time to to find like new inspiration and uh, regenerate uh, uh, energy in a yeah. way. <laughs> but I think that's yeah. uh, probably similar for, for a lot of people. Um, but yeah. Definitely have some things in in mind already for future projects or so. <laughs> Great, can't wait to hear, man. And I, yeah, I mean, I really hope that people are gonna like the the new the new project. No, <laughs> I can't believe they're one. <laughs> okay, thanks. Man. Hope you guys enjoyed the past hour and found it somewhat useful. You can follow Flo on socials at Flofills and us at We're Sarah Fox. Always feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or just want to say hi. And of course, feel free to rate, share and subscribe to our podcast. Have a great day or night wherever you are and see you soon.